Sorry, Dom, Blues and Roots uh, interviews. Uh, this time uh, we've been talking with Chris Smither on the eve of his tour of Australia in uh, March 2013. And we're talking to uh, Chris about his career, um, his songwriting, and the new album. Hundred dollar Valentine. I don't turn on. Ain't a flicker, baby. I got no juice to drink. I had a lighter in my carry-on. Uh, Chris, um, salty dog here in Melbourne, Australia. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Uh, can you hear me uh, loud and clear? I can, indeed. Fantastic. Well, thanks for. Giving us some time on the uh, Salty Dog Blues and Roots, uh, which is a podcast and radio show uh, okay. com- coming out of Australia. And um, th- thanks for giving us some time uh, to talk about your tour down here and also um, your new album, $100 Valentine. Uh-huh. And um, so your, your itinerary here in Australia is pretty extensive. You're doing a, a lot of touring, starting at Port Ferry, uh, which, yeah. you, which you've been to a number of times, I've noticed. And uh, going right through to Byron Bay. Um, what's your attraction with Australia, Chris? Uh, you seem to be here a lot, and um, we all certainly like your music. But um, you got a particular attraction with Australia? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, I, I've I've really enjoyed coming down there every every time. I mean, I I don't come as often as a lot of performers do. I try not to over my welcome down there but I, I, I get treated extremely well you know and, and uh, there's an advantage to uh, there's, there's a, a similarity of psyche you know that I find where um, my brand of music doesn't take a lot of explaining you know? <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> it goes down seems to go down very well, and um, and I just enjoy it. I, I get treated so well. I mean, really, it's incredibly hospitable. And, uh, you know, I remember the first time I came <clears throat> to Australia, it was just sort of on spec, you know. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I, you know, I met with a little bit of success, and it was fine enough to convince me to try it again. And then by, I think by the third time I came to Australia, I was, I was almost an established artist, you know, and it was yeah. it was kind of astonishing to me. And then, because it's such a big place, and then I realized, well, there's only 20 million people. <laughs> you know, so the, you know, the word gets around, and uh, and that's to my advantage. But you know, I I I make it a point now to come down once per record, you know, and I yeah. try to do as, as as extensive a tour as I possibly can, just you know, within the time that I can spare you know, yes. to do it and, and I look forward to it enormously I mean I'm I'm already I, I don't even get on the plane until Sunday and that's just flying over to, to Los Angeles I'm, I'm on the east coast of the United States right now yeah and uh, and then uh, the next day on <clears throat> Monday you know I'll, I'll fly to Australia and of course you lose a day get there on Wednesday and, Started that, but I'm already. I mean, I'm very high about it. You know, it's a, I look forward to it. My fans, 
actually my fans in the states look forward to it. They like <laughs> they like the comments that I put up on my Facebook page. You know, oh like, yeah. Yeah. So you've moved into that Facebook. Uh, I think everybody's on Facebook now, aren't they? You've, uh, something you have to do, but um, you almost have to give a running dialogue of your your travels. Well, I don't do it that much here in the states. You know, I I, I put up the occasional comments, but when I go to Europe or, or when I go to Australia, I I try to sort of keep everybody abreast of what's happening. And there, you know, there there's enough homebodies that they they find that very exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, look, it's, a, uh, it's one of those, it's a blessing and a curse, I think, all those things. But um, g- going right back, Chris, um, I, always, I always tell a story on my show which I find to be wrong, but maybe you can um, correct me. Uh, you were studying archaeology in, in Paris at some point and then um, gave it away to, to become a, a guitar player or singer. Uh, but I, I think I read something else on Wikipedia, but that wasn't the case, so maybe you can put me straight. How, how did you no, get no, into you, playing? You, you had it. You had it quite right. Uh, no, it wasn't. Ex- it, wasn't ex- it wasn't exactly archaeology, although <laughs> right. that was part of it. I yeah. mean, it was anth- anthropology, you know, of which archaeology is certainly a branch. You know, I, yeah. and I was I was interested in archaeology to a certain extent. But yeah, that's what I was. I never I never studied music in school. <laughs> I yeah. was gonna, you know, I come from a whole family of of academics, and that's that's really what I. I think I sort of envisioned for myself was that I was going to turn out to be an academic. I'd be yeah. tucked away at some university for the duration, but uh, it didn't work out that way. I was in a lot of places. I was at, I was in Mexico City, and uh, and in Paris, and in uh, <clears throat> uh, also in New Orleans, of course, which is where I, my hometown. But. Yeah. So, so the, the question still remains: uh, What took you on that path, and what keeps you there? to be a well, folk singer a, or a blues singer or whatever we want to call it. You know, I know you know what you got to do Knowing it, showing it's just a part of it But I got a clue Yeah, we're listening to uh, Chris Smither on the eve of his tour of Australia. From March 2013, cutting in some tracks from uh, the latest Chris Smither album, Hundred Dollar Valentine. It's just one of the, you know, I've, I've played stringed instruments ever since I was nine years old. You know, I started on a ukulele, and uh, I've always liked to sing ever since I was a little kid. And I had an uncle that showed me three chords on the ukulele, and, you know, and the rest is just, I mean, I was, it's the one thing in my life that I never uh, turned away from. I yeah. always gravitated to the guitar, uh, <clears throat> no matter what else I was doing. And the the thing that really puzzles me myself is is why I never considered, you know, doing a formal study of it. I mean, why didn't I? Why didn't I work at music in school? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think it's because I just I never thought that it was serious. I never dreamed that anybody would take me seriously about it. You know, it was yeah. just an avocation, and and then. You know, gradually I, I got into 
different aspects of it. I mean, when I first heard blues or country blues, the thing that struck me about it was that not that it was blues. I didn't know from blues. I didn't know anything about blues. I, all I knew was that it sounded, it sounded like solo guys playing rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, man, that's, that's for me, you know, because I, I was never really interested in playing in a band. And uh, I, you know, I, I was just captivated by the amount of music that, that one guy could get out of a guitar. And yeah. then, of course, you know, I, I, then I started hearing people like Bob Dylan, and it was immediately apparent to me who he'd been listening to. Yeah. You know, it, it was the same people that I was listening to. That's you know? right, yeah. And uh, so um, that just, you know, so, you know, after four years of, undergraduate work at university and no degree you know i thought well i'll give this a summer <laughs> yeah yeah well it's, well it's been a long summer <laughs> and it's been a long summer a 45 year summer you know <laughs> well it's interesting you say you don't play in a band because you don't have to be in tune no, but i'm not saying that unkindly but um some people have said to me it's great playing on your own you have to worry about the, the tuning but i mean i've seen you play um i think at brunswick music uh, festival a few years back and um uh-huh. It was just you, guitar, and uh, what I call a boot on a board, um, right. and, and you uh, you captivated the entire place for two hours, which, which is a which is an accomplished skill, um, if you don't mind me saying. Um, Thank you. And is that something you've always done, and it always will do? That's that's that soul uh, singer uh, guitarist. That that's what uh, that's grabbed you? the main yeah. That's the main thrust of what I do. You know, it's a it's. Um, on occasion, I do have a full band. Uh, you know, when this new record first came out, you know, we we did about a half a dozen shows with the whole band. Uh, you know, the people that are on the on the record, and and it's a lot of fun. But it's not, you know, it's not. It is a lot of fun, especially because those guys are so good. You know, but I, there's no way that I could make a living if I had to pay all those guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that, this this is why we have independent thumb uh, bass lines, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> You'd have to play a bass player. Well, that's what someone uh, keeps reminding me. Um, yeah. Now, this new album, though, um, and forgive me, I mean, you've, you've put out a, a, like a dozen, 15 albums over the years, haven't you? Yes, I have. And um, there was one track uh, with harmonica. Um, I'm just trying to remember which one it was. Um, could have been I Feel the Same, I think, with Jimmy uh, Fitting. Um, yeah. And a lot of your earlier ones were just Chris Smither with guitar. Um, right. There seems to be a lot more instrumentation on this new album, the uh, the $100 Valentine. Am I reading that right, or, or, was, or was it... Um... Well, I have I have a few solo albums, but, you know, most of them are produced. You know, if you were to go back to the la- over the last five, I don't think there's, there's, there's only one solo album, I think. Um, but... Um, and it's interesting that there's really not that much instrumentation on this record, but what there is sounds like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. You, you, you get a lot out of it. Um, it's a different approach, you know. There's har- there's there's harmonica on it, and there's also a string section. Yes. On about about half the pieces, which is something I've never really used before. But uh, I was I was delighted with the kind of power. It's, it's a very understated kind of power that you can get with a string section. They don't step on anything that you do. Yeah. But they general they really swell the mood, you know, of, of a piece. And,
years. Now, we'll take us through this new album. I think it's recorded um, early 2012, uh, right. and they're all originals. Um, and I read somewhere that this is your first album of all originals. It just happened to work out that way, that this is the first one that I've ever done where I happen to have written all the songs, yeah. Which, uh, and being an amazing songwriter, um, as is well known, uh, but that's, uh, that's unusual to this to be the, the first album full of originals. But tell us through, um, what was the genesis of this album? Um, why is it called A Hundred Dollar Valentine? Um, all those sort of questions. Well, it's, it's called A Hundred Dollar Valentine just because that's the title of one of the songs and I thought it would make it a nice album title. You know, yeah. it's, it, there's nothing particularly significant about it. It's the line. In fact, the first song on the record is is Hundred Dollar Valentine. That's and, right. Um, you know, I started on this the way I start on all of them. You know, I, I don't continuously write songs. I, I, I sort of let... A couple of years, you know, I put a record. I make it. I put out a record about just just under every three years. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, after about a year and a half, which is like right about now. <laughs> no, yeah. not quite yet. Yeah. Not quite yet. But you know, after it's been out for about a year and a half, I I start thinking, uh oh, you know, I got to sort of get busy, and then I I start sort of gradually working into a, you know of of trying to round up some new guitar licks, you know, some interesting ideas, some progressions, and they gradually work their way into songs, you know. But I, I, I'm consciously working on an album's worth of material, you yes, know, when yes. I'm doing it. I don't, I don't just continuously work on songs and then when I've got enough, I make a record. I'm, I'm actually sitting down with the conscious intention of, <clears throat> of producing enough songs to, you know, fill up a record. Now, your, your songwriting, I guess, um, what's the term? I guess to say it's it's mature and it's intelligent. I mean, you often say things with your lyrics. Um, how easy is that process? Well, it used to be ex- extraordinarily difficult. And thank you, by the way. I, <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's meant as a compliment. But yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, um, you know, it's it's gotten to the point now where it's just the way I do it. You know, I I, I don't know how to do anything else really. I, I I sit there and wait for something to happen, and I I you know I don't live in a vacuum. I read a ton of books, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and certain certain lines of thought um, will occupy me over like a period of two years, and so and that's usually reflected in the songs, and the, so the songs tend to have. A sort of cohesion, you know. Yeah. They, they they may not be directly related to one another, but they all come out of a similar state of mind. Yeah. And uh, so, it's it's just a you know, as a Buddhist would say, it's <laughs> it's all about staying mindful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, all, it's all about trying to pay attention to what's going on in your own head as well as in the world. You know? Yeah. Well, you all, you you uh, you give us a lot of uh, gems, I think, uh, out of that process, which is fantastic. Um, did you have any favorites on this album? That's a really bad question to ask, I know, but um, is there anything that you... Well, it's not... It, I don't think it is particularly bad question. <laughs> I love that. It's like I saying to a mother, child. who's your favorite child? Yeah, right, you know, which one's your favorite kid? Well, That's normally, right. actually, you're quite right. I don't like to answer that question because, yeah. you know, I, I like them all. And, you know, my, my stock answer is if I didn't like them, they wouldn't be on the record. <laughs> you know, but... but um, no, I quite like I quite like the title song. 
I I love the song on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, what? Oh, I can't think of my own titles now. But well, I, I think it's feeling by uh, degrees. Feeling by degrees is very nice, but the track five. What, what's the title of that? Uh, one, All we need to know. All we need to know. I love the I love the string section on that one. Yeah. Now is that. Yeah, listen to the Sully Dog Blues and Roots interview with Chris Smither and some cuts from his new album, $100 Valentine. Here's that track, All We Need to Know. Differing work on a finger As a sample of the symbols on display Indications of inclinations the leanings of desire to point the way There is a moment on the shoulder of the wheel As it descends while rolling forward in a line When we feel a sense of speed Way past anything we need And it builds a grand illusion You know, I, having said that, you know, usually <clears throat> there's a, no matter how long you've been at it, when <laughs> every time you make a record after a while, you, you, when you're listening to it, there's one or two tracks that you skip over. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I have to say on this one, there isn't one. You know, I, there aren't any that I skip over, on, at least not yet. You know. Well, that's good. Now, Robin Smither, um, what's the connection there? That's my daughter. Yeah, I, I, I assumed, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to assume. Um, so she's now. This is the first time she's been with you on a record. Oh yeah, she's she's only eight years old. Oh, eight years <laughs> you know, but, old. <laughs> well, she's doing pretty but, well. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I wanted I wanted to get her on there. You know, it's just a little bitty piece, and and of course at the time she wasn't. At the time we made the record, I think she was only. Uh, she was not quite seven yet. You know, wow. but she. Um, and uh, I, you know, I brought her in, and you know, the song was in A, which is a nice key for her. You know, yeah, she's, yeah. she's only been working at violin for about uh, two, three years now. And, and I said, you know, I just want you to listen to this, and you just work some of your rhythms into there. And then <clears throat> we found a place where she she hit a little stride. You know, she hit a yeah. nice little patch. You know, and we shifted around a little bit, and then and made it work, you know, and it was really nice. And it's just something I wanted her to be able to point to and say that to me. Oh, that's great. Well, it's a, it's a good leg up. She can say she started a recording career at seven. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and look good on the biography in, in the future. And look, yeah, just a digression, um, you've always played acoustic guitar, is that right? Uh, almost always, yeah. yeah. And um, do you have any preferred favourite instruments, um, style of instrument, uh, six-string um, oh, it's just a, it's a basic six string. I mean, the the Collings six string that I'm playing now is probably the nicest guitar I've ever owned. Yeah. 
Um, and it, it's definitely my favorite. But I have, you know, I have a, a, a jazz guitar, an Eastman um, jazz guitar that I like very much. You know, I, I never take it to, on gigs. I, yeah. I, I occasionally use it for recording <clears throat> projects, usually when I'm working with somebody else, not on my own stuff. Yeah. But um, I like that. I've got about three or four guitars that are... Well, actually, I, I own about 15 or 16 of them, but there's about three or four of them that I really like. And, and um, I interviewed Joe Bonamassa, who you probably know, um, uh-huh. uh, recently, and he said the biggest problem with Australia was um, with one of the airlines. He, they wouldn't even take his um, treasured guitar on board. Um, <laughs> I so I need to ask you, do you have any horror stories about touring Australia? <laughs> I, in Australia, I buy tickets for it. Is that is that right? It sits in yeah, a seat next to you. I you know I buy um, I I usually in Australia I usually have somebody traveling with me. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so that's two seats there, and then I just buy a third. Well, that's and great. They have a they they actually will sell you what are called uh, an equipment fare. Yeah. Which is somewhat cheaper than a real human being, but I, I love that. You know, they're, they're very strict in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> they've, gotten yeah. much, they've gotten much more uh, relaxed about it in the States, but I, so I never buy a seat for it in the States. But in Australia, I, you know, I just can't risk losing it. You know? No, no. <laughs> well, so I, I think this, this was a, the problem that uh, uh, people have. Well, that's interesting, uh, but, but I guess um, the guitar doesn't drink much whiskey, so um, it, should be che- <laughs> it should be cheaper. Well, the nice thing is that it doesn't. The guitar doesn't actually go in the seat. The guitar goes in the overhead bin. But it it means that that me and that I and whoever I'm traveling with have an open seat between us. <laughs> so you buy a seat, but it can't sit in the seat. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, look at it. Uh, well, good luck with that. I hope it improves this time around. Uh, it'll be fine. Now, look, uh, you, your tour here. I'm just looking down. You have got Port Ferry uh, early March, uh, and then Adelaide. Uh, then Fremantle, Western Australia, Katoomba, Sydney, Newcastle, Brisbane, Sunshine yeah. Coast, Brunswick Music Festival, uh, Mia Mia in Victoria, Upway, Oakley Caravan Club, Canberra National Folk Festival, finishing off at Byron. And um, right. and I did have a look down your um, touring schedule. You've, you're booked right through to November by the look of it. <laughs> so I'm glad it's you and not me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it, it is. It's 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 a bit of a grind, you know. I'm always when I come back from Oz, I'm usually pretty tired. <laughs> well, yeah, because a big you've got to, you've got to keep travelling all over the place um, to get to the people. But at least they um, well, you've got to go to Western Australia, I suppose, and that's a big haul. But uh, yeah. the re- the rest of it's the east coast. Um, yeah. But but touring yourself, um, you do tour a lot, don't you? Um, yeah, I do. That's what I. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I think of. My, I think of myself as a touring musician. That's what I do. So musicians are now troubadours, not recording artists, primarily. Right. Yeah, we, which is great. So the uh, the the the, uh, the the CDs uh, support the touring and not the other way around. Correct. Excellent. Well, look, uh, we certainly look forward to um, seeing you in uh, Australia. I've got a. A fantastic photo I took of you um, walking onto the stage of Port Ferry about three years. I must get it to you one day. I think it's an album cover standard. Um, All right. But that's only my own view, so I'll, I'll ask Gaynor for your email and she'll give it to me. Okay, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but we certainly um, welcome you back to Australia, Chris. We, uh, your music's fantastic and uh, you're going to make a lot of people happy, uh, I'm sure, and uh, we wish you a great tour. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, thanks, Chris Mither. Show you my mind's a hurry
Going out listening to uh, that song, $100 Valentine's, the new Chris Miller album. If you get onto uh, smither.com on the web, uh, you can check out all the dates in Australia running through from Port Ferry Festival in um, early March right through to Byron Bay at Easter in Byron Bay and everywhere in between. If you want to hear more of, uh, of this sort of thing, get on to Sully Dog Blues and Roots, uh, www.sully.com.au. You'll whole, find a whole bunch of uh, weekly uh, two-hour radio shows and a bunch of great interviews with uh, your sort of people. 